Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope you've been staying well and healthy. You've had a great August so far. Um, I've actually chosen to take a couple of weeks off. So I'm actually recording this prior to my holiday, although you'll be listening to this, I think, on the 22nd. Just take a bit of a break. There's not much going on out there. It's pretty quiet. Everyone's on staycation. So I thought I'd make the most of that and enjoy a bit of time in the garden, a bit of time with friends, working out at leisure, etc. So anyway, hope you're having a good time as well, wherever you're listening to this. And this episode kind of fits in with that theme a little bit because I've been reminiscing and thinking a bit about my Bear Grylls survival experience. And for those of you who didn't hear that podcast, I'll link to it in the show notes. I I basically recorded some live commentary while I was doing the flagship Bear Grylls Survive the Highlands course, which was back in September of 2019 with my closest friend or oldest friend, Adam. We went there. It's basically, it's a five day thing. You get up there, you're driven out into the Highlands. You're well away from a mobile phone signal, at least an hour away from a signal out in the middle of nowhere in one of the lodges, but you don't stay in that lodge. You have a meal in that lodge at the beginning and you have a meal at the end. And then other than that, you're out sleeping under the stars in a shelter you've built yourself from logs or um, branches, bracken, this sort of thing, and taught survival skills, things like how to uh, purify or filter water, how to cross a river, how to climb a gully, how to um, skin a rabbit and gut a rabbit or gut a bird. Apologies to anyone for whom that is gruesome, but um, it's a survival skill. Knife skills, that kind of thing. And it was a really incredible five days. It was a great bonding experience with Adam, um, but we we learned loads. You know, we learned quite a bit about ourselves. And actually, we were in a pretty good group of 11 people um, and none of us, none of us dropped out, which was unusual, apparently. Um we all rallied together and really helped helped each other through what was sometimes quite a difficult experience. And I'm conscious that, you know, we weren't in a survival situation. We'd all paid decent money and then flown ourselves up to Scotland to go through this experience. So I, I wouldn't want to complain about it. But really, there wasn't much to complain about. It was cold at night. There were moments when you just thought, oh, I could, I could do with just going indoors or having something to eat. You know, all you're given to eat is a 24-hour ration pack um, and then anything that um, they provide you with the animals. You don't need to dispatch that. Anything that you either find um, by following the coordinates and trying to use your map reading skills or you foraged or, uh, for example, we were given a couple of hares, took three and a half hours to cook them. There was barely enough meat to make it worthwhile. So you're hungry, you're cold, you're constantly being challenged. And, and that brings me actually to one of the There's five things I wanted to share with you that I'd learned from this experience. And the point is not to show off or, or sell the Bear Grylls concept, although it turns out that I'm actually now a Bear Grylls survival instructor myself as a result of that trip. But I want to uh, reintroduce the idea of getting into a discomfort zone and the benefits that can bring. But specifically, what finding out a little bit more about survival and interacting with nature, learning to read the land, read the stars and so on has done for me 
And the first one is it's made me more resourceful. If I have a problem, um, I've always been in terms of problems, very resourceful person, quite independent thinking in that regard. But when it came to things I wasn't confident about, like, for example, um, household DIY uh, or creating or building things in the garden, I've become more resourceful. I've, I've been, I suppose, given the confidence to try and figure it out for myself or just have a go before I'd be afraid to, uh, to drill into a wall, for example, in case I got it wrong. But now I recognize that, you know, actually just have a go. It's, it's just, it's not the best of examples, but it has made me a lot more resourceful and confident in my ability to be resourceful and to find a solution myself to something that I don't think is my area of expertise. So that's quite a big thing. It's also made me more creative in terms of finding solutions, uh, which I, I suppose kind of links to point number one. But I, rather than say, well, can you do that for me? Or I can't work this out. I've been given imbued with the patience to try and to fix it for myself and find a creative solution around something. That I think, you know, they're the, both of those things are very, very transferable skills and great skills to have in the world of business or in life in general. Um, the other thing that I, I got from this is I became even more enthusiastic about living minimally. Uh, my values are to live truthfully, to live considerately and suck the marrow out of life. And living considerately is in part being about minimalist. It's not consuming stuff I don't need. Um, it's not hoarding things, constantly buying things or trying to create dopamine and feel good hormones through through purchasing, through retail therapy. So it's made me more minimal because I know now that in order to survive, you actually need very basic things. Fundamentally, we need air and we can last three minutes without that in the Bear Grylls rule of threes. We need water and we can usually last about three days without that. We need food. Typically, we can last three weeks before we need that. And we need company you know, human connection. And we can usually last about three months before a lot of us will start to unravel mentally, um, as you've seen in lots of films about shipwrecks and so on. So they're the fundamental human needs, um, meaningful work, meaningful purpose, um, meaningful values, connection to nature, connection to animals. But these aren't things you can buy necessarily, even though I really sort of learned more about the value of them through an experience. So it really made me think more minimally and what's really important to, to make us happy. So that, that was a huge thing uh, that, that got kind of built upon. Confidence and resilience. I've touched a bit on confidence, but definitely a little bit more resilient. I don't think I had a resilience issue, but I equally don't think it's been particularly challenged lately, even given lockdown and that whole experience. Um, because as a wellbeing company, you know, we, we've actually done pretty well because the pandemic has shot well-being up companies' agendas. But um, in terms of resilience, it's it's helped with that. You know, I, I feel I have more skills and more tools in the toolkit to deal with something. And then the last thing is is planning. I've understood the importance of planning for different scenarios. Before I was very, well, 10 years ago, seat of pants. Now I will plan for the eventuality, but I won't necessarily plan for all the other eventualities, which of course in survival, you have to. So if I'm going out onto a hill or a mountain, I'm taking out a group, I'm going to have to plan for every single eventuality, which is something I learned in the navigation part of the course. And I've built upon by doing the silver mountaineering navigation course subsequently is, is planning, planning for what happens, what happens if something goes wrong at this stage or at that stage or at that stage, what's the escape route? 
Uh, and, and that, I think, translates very much to daily life. You know, having a little bit of planning for when things don't go according to plan is going to be really important. Planning in business as well for all the different scenarios, particularly at the moment. I mean, who knows which way things are going to go? Who knows what's going to happen to people's jobs? And already we're seeing redundancies coming in from various different organizations. Um, nobody knows who runs their own company, what's going to happen to them, what's going to happen to their clients um, and their f- the future of the revenues, the future of the business and the team and so on. So planning, 360 planning for every single eventuality is um, something I've learned from that as well. So, so what can you take from this? I'm not saying go out and do a Bear Grylls survival course. I'm not even sure if they'll be able to run them when you're listening to this, but I would urge you to get into your discomfort zone a little bit in that context, learning new skills and challenging yourself, not so much that it creates fear, but something that just takes you a little bit into your discomfort zone. If you've got the bandwidth for it at the moment, by the way, if you're already in your discomfort zone massively because you're worried about your job or your mortgage or your relationships, don't think too much about this. But what can you do that will imbue you with some of these or educate you on some of these, these skills like getting resourceful, being creative? thinking minimally, planning, having confidence and building resilience. Because I think those are attributes that we're definitely going to need in spades as we move in to the next phase of recovery and possibly backward into lockdown. You know, time of recording Aberdeen in in Scotland had just gone back into lockdown. So I think we might see this cyclical approach to try and control the virus with local lockdowns and then release and so on. So interesting times, but definitely times where we're going to need to work on confidence, resilience and resourcefulness. So I hope that makes sense to you. Give me some feedback on this idea. I love to get those comments, those emails. My email is leanne at bodyshopperformance.com. If you think somebody needs to hear this or would benefit from hearing it, please share it. It's probably the greatest compliment you can pay us. Other than that, as always, stay healthy and I look forward to talking to you next week. All the best. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com. 